This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's talk a little UFC 276. We welcome in now on the Roman guest line, Brendan Tobin. You hear him on the Tapped Out show at Saturdays, 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on the BetQL Network. Check out the podcast as well. Brendan, how you been, man? I'm good. I thought we were going to keep talking some Sandman. I was excited about that. <laughs> well, we can. We can, man. I, so, Excellent hey, how, life. I, I know, how exciting is this team, you know, being a Marlins fan? Because I'm a Cubs fan. We have nothing nice. Like, you guys got prospects. This rotation is ridiculous. But but what is going on with Trevor Rogers, man? He was my favorite pitcher in baseball the first half of the season last year as far as strikeout props. He's been a mess this year. What's going on with him? Yeah, I think it's just one of those those classic, like, people are adjusting to him. I kind of saw a little bit of that last year. You know, I think that people just kind of knew. It was very unexpected how good he was last year. He came out of just guns blazing. Nobody could touch him. And I think it's just a little bit of a familiarity that people have kind of caught up with and hasn't been as smooth. And that's definitely been a, probably the biggest uh, letdown is that, you know, Trevor, people were really counting, oh, the rotation is going to be set. And they kind of got, you know, some additions uh, into the lineup that they thought were going to be a little bit better. But uh, really the only guy on that team who they can rely on night in, night out is uh, is Sandy. And um, as far as the other stars, you know, Pablo got off to a fantastic start. He's, uh, he's hit a little bit of a skid as of late, but still very talented. They always uh, are going to have faith because they've seen it from him. But Trevor, uh, Trevor's still got some proving to do. Uh, so let's talk a little UFC 276. I've been waiting for this card. I was excited because Sean O'Malley finally gets a big fight, and then they take him off the main card. Now I believe he's still the uh, main featured uh, on the prelims, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense. He's obviously probably going to win, I would assume. He's minus 300 right now to win this fight. Uh, over under on the rounds is two and a half. What's next for him if he does win this fight? Who does he fight next, you think? I think that he just continues to climb up the ranks if he is able to get this one. But this is a big one. You know, like Pedro yeah. Munoz is as savvy, durable a veteran as it gets, but it's also like not too dangerous. You know, he's had an interesting career because he went into this thing with a different mindset. We always hear about this UFC fighter pay, and he goes, I'm basically going to go run out my rookie contract. I'm going to fight a bunch of bums, and then I'll start taking on the contenders on my next deal. So I, I do believe him when he says, like, I could be a couple fights away from the title. The thing is, he's in one of the deepest divisions in the sport. So I think you'll have a lot of belly aching if people say, oh, he got one win over, over you know, a kind of weathered old-timer name, and now all of a sudden he's vaulted into contention. I think – that there'll be some calling that he still has some more proving to do, maybe one more fight before he uh, he's really entitled contention. Brent, oh, oh. Go on, my bad. Oh, I was just about to say, Brennan, I know this is your this is your thing. Of course, the BetQL show tapped out 5 to 7 p.m. on Saturday. We're always tuned in. So go ahead, and you have the floor. I mean, the man card, like, what are your favorite plays in this entire thing? I want you to take all the time. Treat this like your show. This is like when I invite people into my house and I say, hey, man, you can go in the fridge, you can drink whatever you want. Yeah, what's what's mine is yours. This is your show. You take it away. What do you have it for this card? I mean, the thing that I love the most is probably Max Holloway. Like you're getting him as a dog. I was a lot just about to him. ask you about that. Yeah, I mean, like, look, this is a very fascinating match because it's the third time these guys fought. But a lot of people believe this should be one-one. Some people even think it should be two-zero Max. Like that, that, that. It's that. It's that tilted that he got jobbed in both fights. I think that he has a much better argument for two that he probably should have won that fight. I do think Volkanovski won the first fight. 
But it's an interesting thing because not only is this a, a rivalry and they know each other so well, they have so many rounds against each other, but this also might be their last fight in this division too because they're both talking about moving up. They're both talking about, you know, trying to do big fights at 155. The thing with Max that's going to be interesting is, like, you know, is he going to come in with a different game plan? Does he feel like he just has to press a little bit more against Volkanovski? Because he's gotten off to – he got up to a really, really great start the last time around. And then I thought kind of really let up, and maybe that let Volkanovski get into his game a little bit more and got a little bit more comfortable. So Max is a savvy fighter. He really does like getting into brawls. That's when he's at his best. And Volkanovski, while, while he will exchange every now and then, he is really great with that wrestling game. He is smart. He is savvy. There's a reason why – he hasn't been stopped yet, and um, but I just think that the idea of man, I think a lot of people came out of that last fight thinking Max won. You're getting him as an underdog in this fight. He's an absolute legend. A lot of people think he's the best to ever do it at 145 pounds. It's hard for me to just let that go and just say, you know what? Just because Volkanovski has the has the win, we all kind of saw the fight and thought uh, and thought that Max should have gotten the better of him and should have gotten the nod that night. So, Brendan, do you think that it's mispriced mostly because of uh, Volkanovski having two wins when there's not that much disparity in terms of their their fighting and skill level? Yeah, and I think that Volkanovski's it's taken a while for him to get his respect because a lot of people thought that he didn't win that second fight with Max. He looked fantastic in his last fight against uh, Chan Sung Jung and, and against Brian Ortega, but you know he still got into some danger zone. But I think people are starting to really put respect on Volkanovski's name but, you know, this is the thing. When, it, when, it, when there's a, a, a matchup like this and you have so much data, a lot of the times we're going off this, like in the main event, we don't really know. These guys haven't faced each other. But with Max and, and Volk, we have seen these guys match up for 10 rounds and we have a lot of data on it. And so I think that people are, are going a little bit away from, hey, what did we see in the fights? As a, and we're just going with what Volkanovski has been able to do since. And so that's why I think uh, you see him as a favorite right now. Uh, the other one I was looking forward to and bet right away was Jalen Turner at minus 135. Now over at BetMGM, he's all the way up to minus 155. You know, he's obviously up and coming as well. Your thoughts on that fight? Any chance he gets upset? I don't think he gets it done. There's a lot of fun ones that I like into the, uh, into the prelims too, man. Like, I like the idea, like, I see uh, Ian Gary where he's taking on Gabe Green. Ian turns down here in South Florida fantastic gym over at Sanford and he's taking on a guy in Gabe Green who's got a nice record fairly bit uh fairly young but he's been stopped a couple times in his career that's kind of Gary's uh MO and I think that he's looking to really bounce back off his last performance be a little bit more impressive and for Gary on the knockout right now it's plus 340 um where he's uh you know for for that one um in the prelims so that's one I'm actually looking at the tastiest I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Hopefully his phone is still with us. Uh, yeah, I know. I didn't know if that was me or that was him. Yeah. Uh, Brendan, uh, what are we doing with Sean O'Malley in this fight? He's a heavy favorite, of course, minus 300. Is there any value in playing Pedro, or how are you handicapping this fight? I don't think so. I, I just think that Pedro does – I'm just trying to figure out, like, where are the ways Pedro goes and gets the win, and it's really tough for me. I think with O'Malley, that may be one of those where, like, if you are looking to pair him with Adesanya, if you really like Adesanya, maybe you want to start parlaying some of the favorites, like with him and Strickland. Because a lot of the thing is with, with – I look at some of the matchups on this one tonight, uh, uh, tomorrow night, and I see a lot of great strikers, but a lot of guys who can also really control the distance, a lot of guys who, can, who are really, really savvy fighters. So while they can get the very flashy knockouts, they're also not necessarily the biggest risk takers all the time. Mm. Um, they're not a Donald Cerrone, a Robbie Lawler, who are also uh, who are also on the card where they'll just bite down on their mouthpiece and they'll go for broke and they'll go a little bit crazy. And maybe that's why they got a little bit more red on their Wikipedia page. 
Um, these guys, as, as much trash as they talk, as much as we love the flash that they bring, they're also just very, very, uh, they're, they're experts at, at controlling distance. So I don't necessarily know uh, if I would go with Pedro on this one. If he were to win, to, uh, if he were to win tomorrow night, I'd be stunned. I think the MMA world would be stunned, and I think that uh, it would be a big blow to the O'Malley hype train. Any other plays that you like on this card, main card, or the prelims for tomorrow? Or even some of these like secondary secondary bets inside of the fights? I got to tell you, like, I, I, got, like, I, got, I got what I call like old-timers parlay tomorrow night. I'm going with my boys Robbie Lawler and Donald Cerrone. There's a couple reasons. One, uh, I like the fact that Robbie Lawler was able to get off this night. He was able to get a win against Nick Diaz. I know Nick Diaz looked terrible on that, but he had also some hard luck in that losing streak from him. The other thing with Donald Cerrone that I really like, you guys like the, the, you guys know that there's some quarterbacks that you would go with like that you just like better off the bench. Matt Moore was a classic with this with the Dolphins. Always sucked if you gave him a week of practice, but amazing if he just came in and he was down a touchdown coming in off injury. Ryan yes. Fitzpatrick. I love the, yes. <laughs> Teddy Two Gloves. Yes. Exactly. So I love the fact that Donald Cerrone has taken this fight on short notice. Like the idea that Donald Cerrone has had all this time and prep for other fights. I hate that. Like, he's talking about all the mental games that he's had to deal with, didn't want to be out there against Conor McGregor, um, got sick against Joe Lozon, then the Lozon fight. The fact that he's just coming in off 10 days' notice, I love that for Donald Cerrone. I think it's good value for him and Robbie Lawler. You get them both tomorrow night, it's plus 368. So I like the two old-timers. That's what I'm going with tomorrow night. Bend with my heart a little bit, but I do. Uh, I think that they, it's good matches for him as well. Brendan, I love that. I'm already going to tell you there as well. Uh, one more, and it's non-UFC-related, but... Hang with me, please. I know I know you got this one. It's going to be quick. Mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell takes on Adrian Peterson in a celebrity boxing match July 30th. Dude, AP is going to whoop his ass. <laughs> is there, who would you put your money on to win in that boxing match? Bell or AP? Man, I, I, I am so soured on athlete fights ever since Frank Gore versus Darren Williams. <laughs> yeah, that, was that was bad. And I also was very excited to see my boy Chad Ochocinco before I saw him get knocked down in the fourth <laughs> round. I was I was at that fight for the Logan Paul Floyd Mayweather oh, one. Man. I bet money on Nate um, Robinson one time. Yeah, so I, I feel you. That was yes, yes. That was that was tough. And then he plagued us. We we all can thank Nate Robinson for plaguing us with Jake Paul. Thank you, Nate. We <laughs> yeah. appreciate that, man. It's all his. Uh, I'm gonna go. I would actually go with Le'Veon. I think Le'Veon is. Uh, he's been he's been chirping about fighting for a little bit. I don't really know uh, AP's fighting game. I just know that he is. Uh, infamously strong, but that doesn't necessarily mean that he can fight. Um, so I would go with Le'Veon. I've heard that he's got some skills, and so uh, that would be the way I, I would lean. I've not even looked at what the odds are for that. I, I'm ashamed to even see what websites I would have to go to to get a line on that. Yeah, you're not but, getting uh, it here at the uh, King of Sportsbooks. The no. only sportsbook. <laughs> <laughs> no. I got, we got a guy. <laughs> Brent, Thanks, Brendan, thank you so much for joining the show. Can't wait to talk to you soon. You heard the man giving out all them five-star plays. I took notes on all of it because I'm going to play it. As soon, actually, I played a couple already while he was talking. Did you? I did.